Thank you that you are the one who reveals our hearts. The one who seeks the heart of man. Thank you for this anointing. We worship you. We adore you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come tonight and do whatever you please. Touch every heart. Touch every life. In the name of Jesus. And the people of God shout amen. Amen. Come on, give Jesus a hand of praise. There is no one else like you. Near the end that I must Beautiful Jesus. Praise God, praise God. Can we give Jesus one more hand of praise? Do me a favor, I want you just to lift your hands wherever you are. Lord, thank you for this night. Thank you that we can come together and worship the greatest King. Is every eyes closed? I want you to hear me. Some people call him a prophet. It was never recorded in history that any prophet died for any man's sin and rose from the dead and is seated next to the Father. He's not just prophet. He's King of kings and he's Lord of lords. The Son of the living God. A sinner's Savior. And we call him tonight wonderful. We call him our Prince of Peace. Tonight, Lord, we are looking unto you as the author and the finisher of our faith. We adore you. Oh, we adore you. There's no one like you. There's no one like you. Thank you tonight that as you become real to your people, that faith will come alive. In the name of Jesus. This is a chosen generation, a generation of faith, a generation of faith. Tonight we glorify your sweet name. We humble ourselves before your throne. We thank you that we can just love you. We can just love you tonight. Thank you that there's no one like you, Jesus. Oh, we love you. Would you just tell him how much you love him? Come on, just for a second or two. Just tell him what he means to you. You see, when you love Jesus, you hate the things of this world. When you've truly seen Jesus, you get a hatred for sin. You get a hatred for the things of this world. Holy Spirit, reveal Jesus to each one right now. Allow us to see Him, to look upon Him, to behold that beautiful face. Thank you that you are not a man that you would lie. You're not a man that your word will ever come back void. You are what your word says you are. Thank you for your beautiful word tonight. Thanks that we can just love you as our glorious King, Master and Ruler over everything. Come on, lift your hands and just adore Him. Just adore Him. Thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you for your beautiful, holy presence. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Name above every other name Jesus 
Jesus. Oh, just the mention of that name, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, thank you for your presence. Oh, Jesus. Come on, just whisper that name, Jesus. Come on, just call upon that name, Jesus. Come on, when the angels hear the name Jesus, angels bow down. Demons are trembling in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Mountains move in that name, Jesus. Jesus. Come on, call upon that name, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, our hiding place, our place called there, our more than enough, Jesus, Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, oh Jesus, how lovely is your tabernacle, oh God, oh, we worship you. We worship you. Listen, is every eyes closed? Hear me. The only thing he's interested in is your heart. He sees your heart. He sees right through everything. Just surrender your heart to him. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. 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 More real than the storms of the life. Jesus. Jesus. Faithful Jesus, thank you that the word shall penetrate every heart and soul. Oh, I feel his glorious presence here right now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. We love you, Lord. We love you. We love you. <laughs> you are so precious, so pure and so kind. You shine like a bright morning star. One day soon, we're going to crown you with many crowns. Oh God. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. I love you with every ounce of my being. Receive the glory tonight. Oh. Hallelujah. One more time, lift your hands and just love him. Say, Jesus, I love you. And when you love him, you hate the world. You hate the stuff of this world. Be exalted tonight. Be glorified in the name of Jesus. He's here right now. I believe tonight this is not just a presence of him, but his person is here. I feel him so intimately here tonight. 
I worship you. Oh, I worship Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Can you give him another hand of praise? Come on. He deserves all the praise. Praise the Lord. Would you turn around, just greet somebody? Just say hello to somebody. Welcome here, Faith City. What a time we had yesterday. My goodness. The atmosphere was electric. Who was here yesterday? Now, if you were here from Friday, you would know that um, we've been teaching on the faith of God. And I promise you, my own personal faith levels has been... Who has been challenged with their faith, by the way? Lift your hands. If your faith, your lifestyle of faith has been challenged, wave at me. Praise God. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And uh, tonight we're going to go deeper. I'm going to take you deeper in faith. But I want just to say something to you quickly. I want us to be very sensitive tonight because I don't just feel the presence of the Lord. You know what? I can't wait to see Him. Just that name. Come, can I ask you to lift your hands one more time, please? Oh, Jesus, who is like you, Lord? Who is like you? Beautiful Jesus. Come on, just love him. Just adore him. He's here, people of God. <laughs> oh, creator and sustainer. Master of all I see. Alpha and Omega. But yet you are mindful of me. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh. oh, beautiful Jesus. Hear me quickly. Every eye is closed. Faith does not bring Jesus. Jesus brings faith. The atmosphere is charged with Jesus. 
this is why faith is available. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Draw us tonight. Draw us tonight. Draw us, Lord, and we will run to you. Hallelujah. Just yield. You experience him. Forget everybody. It's just you and Jesus. Beautiful Jesus. Oh, beautiful Jesus. Who is like you, Lord? Who is like you, Lord? Creator. Sustainer, the master of all I see, Alpha and Omega, but yet you are mindful of me. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Just two more minutes. Now that Jesus is here, faith can come. Your word says, in you, we live and we move and we have our being. Everything consists because of you and to you and for you. Thank you that the word says, looking unto Jesus, the author, and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. One more time, lift those hands quickly. If you don't know what to say, just say Jesus. You don't know what to say, just say Jesus. Jesus. 
Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. 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 One more minute, one more minute. Just love him. Thank you, Lord. Let your presence destroy every yoke. Where light steps in, darkness steps out. We glorify you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The heavy presence of the Lord. This is the Kabbat glory. It's a weight, tangible weight you feel upon you. The glory of God. We love you, Jesus. <sighs> praise God, praise God. privilege people tonight to experience Jesus don't worry about them that's on the floor the Lord is touching them I don't know how long I'm gonna be Jesus Jesus you know what the word says it says that God will reveal himself to those who love him if you're a lover of Jesus he will reveal himself to you over and over and over and over again. You'll come to a point in your life where you just whisper the name Jesus. And everything is different. I want you to do me a favor. Just 30 seconds more. Just say Jesus. Come on, just whisper that name Jesus. Angels bow before him. Demons flee in seven different directions. The sun, the moon, and the stars stands in attention when that name is mentioned. Jesus. Hallelujah. Beautiful Jesus. Come on, if you can, give him another hand of praise. Isn't he worthy? Isn't he worthy? I said, isn't the Lord worthy? Worthy to be praised. Worthy to be worshipped. Come on, I want, you, I want you to understand this. In him we live and we move. And we have our being. Everything is about him. I want you just to quickly look at me. Since the started, we started this church. Most of you that started with us would know this. 
Our whole emphasis was always on one man, and that's Jesus. How many of you can agree on that? Even if you knew here, and the only thing that you've heard was Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Put your eyes on Him, put your focus on Him. It's all about Him. And I want to just say this to you very soon. I say very soon. We're going to do this for all eternity. Every day, every second of every day, we're going to stand before Him. And we're going to adore Him. We're going to worship Him. And there's many that will not, there will be many that will come before Him that He will say, I do not know you. Go away, you worker of iniquity. But there will be so many that will stand before Him and enthrone Him, King of kings and Lord of lords. Let me just say this to you. I want to, I want to make a bold statement tonight. If the name Jesus does not move you, then you have to come back to that place of salvation, that place where you first found Him, the place where you first fell in love because it's not a normal name. It's a name above every other name. It's a name that's so deep it pierces through the heart and soul. Listen to me. That name Jesus is so powerful, but it's so glorious, but it also brings forth a fear of God. When you say the name Jesus, listen to me. You can't say Jesus without experiencing that holy fear, that holy reverence of God. Who knows what I'm talking about? Every time you say Jesus, this is why demons are subject to us in that name. When they hear Jesus, there's a fear of God that grips the soul. Jesus. Come on, say that name with me, Jesus. Now, I've said this on Friday. I'm going to touch on some of the stuff of faith. So do me a favor. Grab a pen and paper. Grab your Bibles. We're going to go deeper in faith tonight. And I don't know. I'm going to go on until the Lord stops me. And we're going to experience the presence of God as He is already here. Friday night, we started on teaching on the faith of God. A lot of people talk about faith. I said to a guy, I can be honest with you, I sat with a guy in a house and I started speaking on the word of God. And this guy said to me, he knows God, all right? By, by name, he knows God. He believes he's a Christian. We started speaking and I started speaking on faith. And before I left the house, he stopped me, he said, I don't know God. I always thought I know God. I have no idea who God really is. And then I realized a lot of people think they have faith. They think they know God, but they really, in true essence, do not know God. You see, let me just ex ex say this to you, that this is why you need a preacher. Let me say that again. The Bible says, how would you know if you do not have a preacher? You know, when, when we started off speaking about the faith of God, this is why a lot of people don't realize Yesterday, I, I quoted the scripture where Jesus said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, and everybody says, if you have so small faith, you can move mountains. What they do not realize is Jesus spoke in a parable, as he normally has done. Jesus spoke in parables. So people don't understand what the parable means, and then they think it's just that. So I, I, I went on yesterday, and I taught you on, and I, how many of you saw something new in that verse? Faith as a mustard seed. Faith as a mustard seed. Say with me, faith as a mustard seed. So on, on Friday, I, I was teaching on Jesus that walked and he saw a fig tree. He saw no fruit. He rebuked the tree. And the disciples came back and they said, Lord, exactly as you said it, it happened. He said, if you have faith in God, the Hebrew language says, if you have God's faith, you'll be able to tell a mountain, be thou removed, be cast into the sea. And if you do not doubt in your heart, it shall be done for you. How many of you believe that? How many of you believe that without faith, it's impossible to please God? So faith is the currency of heaven. I want you to shout, faith is the currency of heaven. 
By the way, that's the only thing that pleases God is our faith. God's not moved by our need, He's moved by our faith. When Jesus is more real than, than what, you, what you face, that's with, listen, let me just quickly help you understand. If I take you into my car right now and we drive 220 kilometers per hour on the highway, you would want to get out. And I promise you the devil too. The minute I, I'm at the line, I just checked this line. The, the minute I tell you, don't worry, I'm Michael Schumacher, what will you do? You will say, sit brother, push this thing to 250 because now suddenly you understand what I'm capable of doing. This is how faith operates. When Jesus is just a name, you will lack faith. When Jesus is more real than life itself, you will sit back and say, Lord, push it to 250. Because suddenly you understand what he is capable of doing. This is why he said to Peter, who does man say that I am? What revelation did you receive of me? Faith is never future. Please write that down. Faith is never future. If you're here tonight and the only thing that you are concerned about is 10 years from now, I'm going to get you into reality. And I want to get you into God's reality. God never speaks and gives a word only. Listen, let me just say this to you. This is why a true prophet of God does not just speak to you about future events. A true prophet of God changes the now. A true prophet of God is somebody that speaks the oracles of God, but also steps into God's time. Now, please understand this, that Jesus says, as it is in heaven. How many of you know that in heaven there's no time? How many of you understand this, that God, come on, I'm, I'm going to teach you on faith tonight. How many of you understand this, that God does not sit outside of time? God does not sit outside of time. Time sits in Him. Let me just say that again. Time sits in Him. So when you get to heaven one day, and you will be there, say for instance, 200 years, it will feel like you just got there. My God, listen to me. This is why God never have, when, when, I, I know what the scripture says, I know what, you, what I plan for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper, to give you a hope and a future. Beautiful. But nowhere is it found in the scripture that His name is I will be. Nowhere in scripture is there a verse that you will find that His name is I was. His name is I am. To operate God's faith, you have to get into God's time. A lot of people say it's not God's time. This is why I don't receive. Let me just quickly tell you. And I'm going to shock most of you. God's time is when? According to the word of God. I can see five city people are here. According to the word of God, God's time is right now. Open your Bibles with me to the book of Hebrews 11 verse 1. Very familiar passage in scripture. And I'll tell you exactly why you don't receive your breakthrough now. You're supposed to receive it now. But there's a reason why you don't receive it now. is because people don't listen. All right, uh, it, it, it's getting quiet, but I'm going to teach you. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews 11, Now faith, please say now faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. So look at me quickly. The Bible doesn't say future faith. By the way, anything that's future is not faith, it's trust. Faith is now. Okay, let me say that one more time. Faith is now. God did not say, I trust in future there will be light. Jesus didn't say, I trust in future that the tree will wither. He spoke in a now. Am I speaking to the right crowd? So faith can only activate really in your life when you understand God's time. The Bible says as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. But think about the earth. The earth is subject to the laws of the nature. 
God is not subject to the natural law. God is subject to his own word. Or let me just say this, God is attached to his own word. In other words, whatever takes on earth 50 years can take God in a second. The only thing that needs to be done is God's word needs to be spoken. God's word needs to be released. How many of you understand this? So please say with me now, faith is the substance. The Bible doesn't say faith is the substance. Because faith that is not now is trust. The Bible says now faith. In other words, faith is now. Faith is not future. Come on, help me out somebody. Faith is... Let me say that again. Faith is... When is faith? Why is faith now? Because I don't need a miracle next year. I don't need a breakthrough next week. I need it when? When do I need it? When do you need that contract? When do you need that job? When do you need that healing? When do you need that miracle? Right now. So God is teaching His people to operate with God's faith. You'll have to have a God mentality. You're going to have to have a God mindset that God wants to bless me right now. The only thing that keeps me away from the blessing in the now is my faith. I've asked God many times, Lord, there's certain stuff I needed to do long ago. Why didn't it happen? And then He showed me because people are not listening. The Bible says, think about this. He says, a good measure, shaken together. Praise down, running over. Well, who give you new? Men. What did God say to Abraham? I'll bless you to be what? To be a blessing. In other words, when I say, Lord, I thank you, I thank you for financial breakthrough, I don't walk down the street and bang, here falls gold on my head. And thank you, Jesus. Yes, no, no, God moves people. I said, God moves people. So it's not so God will get the blessing to you. Whether he's going to use the raven, whether he's going to use <laughs> the widow, whether he's going to use the angel, man prolong the blessing, not God. God's perfect time for you is right now. What man don't do, if, if I don't listen to God, what I do is now I also prolong. It's with God, when it operates with faith, the kingdom of God operates. All right, so think about this now. God speaks to me, bless, bless Ivan, yes Lord, but I push it along for a week. Now my breakthrough is also prolonged. He's praying for a breakthrough right now. It's not because God doesn't want to give it to him right now. There will be a way, even if I forget a week after that, God will not forgive or forget. So God will align somebody to be the blessing. Am I speaking to you? But what our mindset is, Lord, I thank you for breakthrough, amen. Tomorrow is not in my bank. Maybe it's not God's will. What do I do? I stay back. I forget the word that God says, now faith. Now my job is not to say, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. Now my job is reminding Him. Because faith, does nev faith never looks at the problem. Faith always reminds God of His promise. It's, it's very quiet. I'm teaching you tonight. Faith, faith goes back to God and reminds Him of His promise. So when I pray about something, I believe it's done. Faith believe it's done. Now faith is the substance of the things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So when I ask, who remembers Mark Leonin? Alright? So if you, if you read in Mark Leonin, you'll find out the Bible says, Whatsoever you shall ask, believing that you've received it, it's already yours. It's already yours. In other words, I ask God for 
Say for instance, financial breakthrough. I don't go to God and say, Father, if it's your will, can I have financial breakthrough? He's a good father. I said, he's a good father. So he knows to have financial breakthrough is his perfect will. All right, so now I thank God for my financial breakthrough. It's already mine. Mari's not listening. Mari doesn't listen to God. My job is not, God doesn't work. My job is going to God and take his word to him. Because faith represents the word to him. Faith never goes back to the problem. Faith never says, Lord, look at this mountain. Faith says to this mountain, can I tell you who my God is? In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you, uproot yourself. Wither away. So God is always, God's timing is always in the now. God cannot think a future. The promises of God is, I'll sustain you today and forevermore. But when God operates, He always operates As it is in heaven, not in the future, now. Jesus is in this life and the life to come. So if you think about this, faith must always be in the now. Please shout, faith must be in the now. Please tell your neighbor, my hope has the substance. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. My hope has the substance. Let me explain to you, if you study the word substance, it says title deed. A title deed means that you are an owner of something. If you buy a house cash, you get a title deed. If you buy a car, your car is paid off, what do you get? A title deed. The title deed has your name on. Amen. Now faith is the title deed. <laughs> Let me say that again. Now faith is the title deed to the things that you hope for. The evidence. So in other words, faith has an evidence. And that evidence is anything that you can see is not faith. Faith operates in what is not seen. How many of you understand that? So your natural eye do not see it, but your spiritual eye. Let me go a little bit back. Your spiritual ear already hears the sound of the abundance of rain. Everybody around you says that you're crazy. Who remembers this what the Bible says? You have to have the mind of Christ. How do I know I have the mind of Christ? When the supernatural is logical to me. Every time people tell you it's too big, God is in it. Every time people tell you it's too big. Let me say that again. Every time people say it's too big. Every time people say it's impossible. Every time you can't fund your own dream. Every time you think the next, the next deal is going to require me of having this. God is right there. Because now, faith is absolutely a mindset that needs to be changed forever. When I can get your mind to be renewed, I have you. Come on, listen to me. When I have your mind renewed, I can impart that spirit of faith to you. But your mind must be renewed and understand that God's principle is always in the now. Now faith is the substance. Now faith. Come on, let me say that again. Now faith is the substance of the things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. What did Jesus say when he rebuked the tree? He didn't say next week you'll be without fruit. He rebuked him there and then. He knew that his word will change the situation. So faith means, you know, absolutely, there's an absolute confidence in what God said. Is real. Who of you understand that? I want to give you a quick key. And when I started applying that principle in faith, things started changing. Everything I do 
for God. Everything. I stretch my limits. Because if I don't do something for God that pushes my faith, I will never grow in faith. And listen, without faith, it is impossible to please God. In other words, say for instance, I sow a seed to God. What I will do is I will not sow a seed that I can sow. Stupid to do that. So I don't, I don't go to the seed and, and, and sow according to my ability. That's not faith. I sow a seed that is attached to my faith. Because God's not looking at the seed and saying, wow. He's looking at the faith. And he says, wow. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? So I challenge myself. That's how I increase my faith. So when I give unto God, I don't give something that I can give. That does not require my faith. There was a woman the other day, she stood on the, on the stage. Now when I minister under the anointing of God, I, operate, I don't operate with faith. I operate with the gift of faith. That's t- totally different. And this woman couldn't move her neck. She said to me, she's got stuff in her neck. She can't do this. And when she said she can't do that, suddenly whew, faith came upon me. I grabbed the head. I did this. And suddenly I thought, what, my, what in God's name are you doing? And she said, ah, look at this. And there's the neck loose. I thought the head's going to fall off. <laughs> so there's another woman that says, listen, I've got cancer in the skin, uh, in, in the face. And I heard God say to me, pluck it off. I said, there's no way, Lord. Can't do that. And when faith came upon me, when I looked, I grabbed it in the face like this. I pulled it off. And she says, ah, I'm healed, I'm healed. And I'm, I'm sitting with this saw in my hand. I say, ah, but that's faith. Faith does not make sense. It makes miracles. Do you hear me? I can't, I can't move my, my leg. There was a woman, she stood in front of me. She says, she has stomach cancer. She can't eat. I took my fist, I pushed it in her stomach. And she looked at me with big eyes and said, give her something to eat. She started eating. And I've realized, faith is not future. It must be so impossible. It must be so incredible. It must be so out of reach. I always do this because I know that only one thing honors God, that's faith. So again, when I give unto the Lord, I shouldn't give something that I can give. I should give something that makes my faith uncomfortable. Let me explain to you why. Abraham, Abraham. God didn't say Abraham, and then Abraham said, here I am. God said, Abraham, Abraham. If God called him once, it was for conversation. God called him twice, that's covenant. Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Lord. Take your son, the one you love. Go and sacrifice him. Yes, Lord. Read what the book of Hebrews teaches. Hebrews 11 says, that Abraham did not know where he was going. He just, heard a, he just heard the word. The word sometimes, sometimes when God, and I know that's when, when your faith is, you have to understand, faith becomes a GPS. You have to realize this when God starts to deal with something in your life, he's going to obviously look for your obedience because you can speak about faith until you're blue in the face. If there's no obedience, there's no faith. Abraham, Abraham, yes, Lord, take your son, the one you love, and go and sacrifice him. Yes, Lord. God didn't say to him, this is where you're going. God didn't give him the coordinates and say, if you walk this route, God just said, go. So he was just walking by faith. Please say with me, walking by faith. So faith showed him the way. 
eventually ended up at Mount Moria. Moria, the highest peak was Golgotha. So here's Abraham taking Isaac to Golgotha. I love this. And you know, God was not after Isaac. God was after Abraham. The only way to Abraham was through Isaac, basically. Let me say that again. The only way that God could get to Abraham was through Isaac. Isaac was a sacrifice of faith. Come on, help me out somebody. Have you realized God didn't say to him, take Ishmael? He said, take Isaac, something that's going to cost you. Faith will always cost you. Please write that down. Faith will always cost you. If there's not a cost involved, it's not faith. I want to say this to you, that faith is so powerful that it shuts the, li the lion's mouth. It's so powerful that it shuts down walls. It's so powerful. I love what the scripture says. I was in actual fact read it for you. The Bible says, through faith, Abraham took Israel through the Red Sea and they walked on dry ground. And it says, when the Egyptians tried it, the water closed on them. Now, let me explain something to you. Yes, Lord, let me read this to you. I, I want to go deep to, I'm going to be long. Two o'clock, we'll be done. We don't care about the curfew. We want faith. You're going to drive, you're going to drive supernaturally. God will pick you up here and put you at your house. Nobody will see you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, open up your Bibles. Hebrews 11, 23. Hebrews 11. In actual fact, uh, go to 27. Hebrews 11, 27. It says, By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. Very powerful scripture. It says, by faith, they walked through dry ground. Okay, let me say that one more time. By faith, they walked through on dry ground. The scripture says, when the Egyptians attempted to do so, they were all drowned. In other words, the Egyptians saw what Moses is doing. The Egyptians saw that Israel is walking through on dry ground. What they did not know was they were not doing it by their own accord. They were doing it in the faith of God. Look at me quickly. The Bible says when you lift up the rod, miracles will happen. What did Moses do? Moses lifted up the rod. Please hear me. The rod speaks about Jesus. Jesus says when I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. So when Moses lifted up the rod, he lifted up the rod of power. So he lifted up the rod. In other words, basically speaking about Jesus Christ. How many of you know Moses stood in front of Pharaoh? Let my people go. Lifted up the rod. When Jesus hang on the cross, they lifted up the cross. Let my people go. Breakthrough, deliverance came because of the cross of Calvary. Who understand that? So when Moses lifted up Jesus, suddenly there was faith. Suddenly they walked through on dry ground. The Egyptian says, let's do the same thing. But what the Egyptians did not have, they did not have the scripture looking unto Jesus as the author and the finisher of our faith. When they attempted the same thing, they drowned. Faith will get you through. 
You have to hear me. There will be many people that will try to walk in your faith that will never be able to. People, this is what you need to understand. People can't fabricate faith. You can't fabricate faith. Faith comes through an intimate knowledge of Jesus Christ. When Jesus is more real, listen to me. When Moses stood in front of the Red Sea, he did not see, he did not see the Red Sea. When he turned around, he did not see the Egyptians behind him. Moses just saw God. Who understands that? You have a decision to make. Faith never sees the Red Sea. Faith always sees God. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody. They did not have the rod of power. They did not have the rod of authority. They did not have the rod of Christ Almighty. They couldn't, they couldn't walk with the same faith. Hear me right now, people of God. They tried it and they drowned. Do you understand this? The Bible says the Egyptians tried the same thing and they drowned in it. They couldn't mimic the faith. They couldn't copy the faith. Faith is living. Faith is living. Let me say that one more time. Faith is living. Faith is not something you declare. Faith is something that you live in. Faith is something that you walk in. Faith is something that you think about. My God, you better hear me. Faith is not just something that you profess. Faith is truly faith. Once you get against the Red Sea, faith, you don't need faith when your bank account is full. You don't need faith when your body is healed. Faith comes when you stand toe to toe with the devil and tell the devil somebody is going to move and it's not me. Let me just say that again. Faith is not when your bank account is full. Faith is when you stand toe to toe to the devil and say somebody is going to move and it's not me. Faith is when all odds is against you and you can lift that one of power and walk on dry ground. That's faith. How many of you hear me? Faith is when the doctor says you're about to die. That you have that word of God. Before the doctor's report, there was the word. In the beginning. I said in the beginning. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the word. That's when faith comes. Faith comes when, the, when your bank manager says you are through. That's when faith jumps up and says, before your report, there was the word. Faith is not built on the shore. Faith is built when the sea is raging against you. Faith is built when you are shipwrecked. I want you to hear me right now. The Bible says, when Paul was on the ship on his way to Malta, the Bible says he was not, they were not supposed to sail out, but an angel of the Lord stood in front of him one night. And said, I want to tell you, because of you, nobody's going to die on this ship. There will be a shipwreck. But the anchor will hold. Maybe you hear me this side. Paul, there's going to be a shipwreck. The angel of the Lord spoke to him. And says, Paul, there's going to be a shipwreck this night. They did not listen. But because of you, there's going to be a shipwreck. But the anchor will hold. <laughs> oh, I want to say that one more time. There's going to be a loss of the ship, but not a loss of lives because you are here. In other words, I saw faith on that boat. There will be a shipwreck, but the anchor will hold. Faith is not built 
when you are busy on the shore packing the boat. Faith is built when the shipwreck and only the thing that keeps you is the anchor. By the way, if you did not knew this, the anchor has a name and his name is Jesus, the Christ, the son of the living God. When you have nothing to hold on to but him, that's faith. Listen to me right now, people of God. When you find yourself in a place where you are supposed to give up, there's only one thing to hold on to, that's Jesus. That's when you teach, that's when God teaches you faith. When you see the ship is gone, the food is spoiled, but you can just hold on to Jesus. When you hold on, that's faith. Faith is not just rowing a boat. Faith is when all odds is against you and everything seems lost around you and you still have the audacity to hold on to Christ. When everybody is telling you you were supposed to give up long ago, but something in you just refused to give up, that's faith. Am I speaking to the right crowd? When it seems like everything is falling apart, but listen, I said to the Lord the one night, Lord, show me how to give up. I don't know how to. You know how many nights I cried before God and said, Lord, I'll never preach again in my whole entire life. I'm done. And when I stand up, I said, Lord, what do you want me to do next? And then I rebuked myself. So you just said you're going to... Listen, that's faith. Faith is when your family turn against you and say all her. Faith is... When your wife comes and says, curse God. When your friends comes and says, why do you hold on to your faith? Job was going through that. His wife says, curse God and die. He said, I will not curse God and die. For he has promised, greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. I will not curse God and die. For God has promised me. Come on, God has promised me that he will take care of me. I will not curse God and die. For he promised me that by his stripes. I'm speaking to somebody tonight. Let me rephrase that. The Holy Spirit is speaking to somebody right now. You were supposed to be dead by now, but the anchor holds. You were supposed to be done, but the anchor holds. You were supposed to be dead, but the anchor does not want to let you go. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. You were not supposed to be here. But the anchor holds. Now faith. You know what faith is? It's when everybody turns their back on you. And the angel of the Lord appears to nobody else but you. I say there's not going to be a loss of life. Only of the ship. Why of the ship? Because I'm going to shake your comfort zone. If you think it's the ship's duty to get you from A to B, you're missing the point. God said, I'm getting you to Malta. But not the way you think. I want to speak to real people right now. I'm getting you to Malta, Paul, but not the way you think. You're going to go through shipwreck. You're going to have to be hungry. It's going to rain. You're going to be tired and wet. But I'm going to teach you something. I'm going to teach you to hold on when everybody else gives up. I'm going to teach you to operate with God's faith. To call the things that is not though they are. Can you sense the Spirit of God speaking to your heart? 
That's when faith is there. That's when you know you're walking in faith. When everything seems hopeless and yet you hold on. When your children are drug addicts and you still hold on to the promises of God, which is yes and amen. When your marriage is rocking, your household feels like it's falling apart. But in one ear, you hear the world says give up, but in the other ear, you know that the anchor holds. My God. That's faith. Faith is not always smooth sailing. Faith promises you when there's a Red Sea and you hold on to God. Let me just say this to you. When Moses got to the Red Sea, what did Israel tell him? The children of Israel said it was better when you left us in Egypt. He did not have the promise of his friends. Hear me, people of God. Hear me tonight. He did not have the assurance of his friends. The only thing he hold on to Faith normally operates when you're alone. Not in a crowd. In a crowd, most of the times you hear the crowd. When you're alone, you hear God. Who of you hear me? Moses did not have the assurance of his friends. You would fi- you'll think that when you go through the worst storm of your life, your friends will say, don't worry. If we die, we all die together. But his friends turn against him and say, you were supposed to leave us there. We were right there. That's faith. When faith has nothing to hold on to. But every promise that is yes and amen. That's faith. Faith is when your husband don't serve God and he mocks you. And you hold on because the anchor holds. Faith is when your wife thinks that you're a sissy because you cry the whole day because of his presence. And you refuse to stop. You just have one thing to hold on, you know, the anchor holds. I want to tell people here right now, tonight, the anchor holds. Even if the storm is battering you, your sail is broken. I'm speaking to your crowd. I know God's Spirit is speaking to a lot of people here tonight. I already see tears flowing everywhere. This is the Holy Spirit speaking to people. There's no wind behind your sails. Everything is working against you. But still, you hold on. Your hope has a substance. I said, your hope has a substance. Things is going to change in your favor. The only thing you need to do is you walk by faith and not by sight. You come to a place in your life where you have to say to the Lord, Lord, I don't care if I can see it with my natural eyes, as long as I can hear it in the spirit. I want you to do me a favor. Get everything that you see in the natural and hear me speak to you in the spirit. You are getting out of this trouble. In the name of Jesus. I don't, I'm, I'm not asking you this. I don't want to know how big the storm is. Hear me. Do me a favor quickly. Just close your eyes and hear me. Forget the storm. Forget the problem. Why do I ask you to close your eyes? Because then you can't see anything. You can't see anything. Many times God allows you just so your eyes can be closed. You don't see things around you. I'm speaking to your spirit, man. Let faith arise in your heart. The ship is almost destroyed. 
some of you just holding on for dear life and I'm telling you the anger holds God did not plan for you to die on your way to Malta Lord I thank you because of us there will be no loss of life Don't allow your brokenness to dictate your faith. Don't allow life storms to dictate your faith. The Holy Spirit is taking us into another direction. Heal every heart tonight, every broken heart. Every single brokenness, heal it right now in the name of Jesus. I want to say this to you again, the anger holds. There's a storm, but don't worry about the storm. Worry about the one who keeps you in the storm. The one who promises you, I'll never leave you. I will never let you go. The one who promises you, even if you go through the fire, the fire will have no power and authority over you. Hallelujah. Now see it in the spirit. See it, see it in the spirit tonight. Can you hear it? sound of breakthrough listen to me you are sailing on life's boat and all arts is working against you all arts you're running up and down on that ship and you cry out Lord don't you care that we are about to die and suddenly the angel of the Lord says to you don't worry the only loss that they will be is that of the ship but I'll carry you right through you don't hear the wind you don't hear the storm you don't hear the stuff that is working against you you just hear peace be still but Lord the storm but peace be still I want to say this to you, hear me. I don't say this under my own authority, but for the authority of the Holy Spirit. God is going to get you out of this one. You are not drowning. You're not dying here. He's pulling you right through. I'm speaking to a couple of Moses in this place. You don't have people around you that pushes you and say it's going to be okay. But you have the rod of power. You have the rod of power. And when you lift him up, miracles will happen. Miracles will happen. Yes, Holy Spirit. I want to say this to a couple of people. God is raising you up in this hour. Even if those who says there's no hope for him, God will carry them through because of you. Israel walked on dry ground because of Moses' faith. Some people will be carried through. And they will know that your God is alive. Hallelujah. Come on, I say, I hear the sound of breakthrough. I hear the sound of multiplication. I hear the sound of more than enough. Come on, I hear the sound of many waters. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. I hear a rattling sound. Come on, I hear a noise. I hear a noise. A sound from heaven. Bones coming together. Sinews covering those bones. 
Hallelujah. 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 Come on, if you believe that, I want you to say, Lord, I hear the sound. I hear the sound. Faith causes me to hear the sound. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, give Jesus a shout of praise. I hear the sound. Give me two more minutes. This is why it's important to allow the Holy Spirit to do what He wanted to do. I had a whole message just on faith. And here He's, he's redirecting us and speaking to people's hearts. So faith is now. Please say that with me one more time. Say that one more time. One more time. I believe that God wants to bless me now. I, I believe that God, He's got my future covered, but His plans for me is right now. Come on, I believe that right now. Come on, I, I, I'm, I'm declaring faith to you. I believe that right now. I believe it. I declare it before my physical eyes see it. Come on, I believe it, and therefore I receive it. Come on, I can hear it, and therefore I can declare it. When you hear it, you can declare it. Faith always hears before it sees. My goodness. Let me say that one more time. Faith always hears before it sees. Now I want to read a little bit on for you. Can you feel the presence of Jesus? Come on, who feels the presence of Jesus? I want to just read a little bit on. In verse 23, uh, rather 24, 11, 24. By faith Moses, when he be became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasure of sin. I want you to hear me. Faith, will you know that you're a man or a woman of faith once you hate sin? Anything that you don't hate will always remain a part of you. I'm going to say that again. Moses says, I refuse to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He says he was rather going through the affliction of God's people than to be part of the pleasure of sin. So you know that you're a person of faith once you hate sin. That's what the scripture says. And anything that you hate, you will no longer have part of your life. You'll get rid of stuff that you hate. People think that hate is wrong. Hate is, is wrong when you hate one another. Hate for sin. My goodness, hear me. Hate for sin. Because faith and sin can never live in one house. I'm going to say that one more time. Faith and sin, you will always find where there's sin, there's great doubt. There's great unbelief. Jeez, I, I, I throw that in free of charge. You didn't even catch that one. This is what the scripture teaches. Faith and sin can never stay in one house. They can't. This is why Moses had to make up his mind. He says, rather call me a fool for Christ than a fool of this world. Let me say that again. This is what, this is what Moses said. Call me a fool for Christ. I'm not going to be Pharaoh's fool. 
In other words, I am not going to be adulterous fool. I'm not going to be murder's fool. I'm not going to be hatred's fool. I'm not going to be alcohol's fool. I hate, I shun those things. And when you shun those things, you start to, as the scripture says, pursue holiness. When you start to pursue holiness, you start to walk in the faith of God. Hallelujah. Why do I say that? Because suddenly you have the nature of God. When you have the nature of God, you have the ability of God. Am I speaking to the right crowd? The more you hate sin, the more faith will linger to you. My goodness. This is why people will come to a place now. We're living in that place where people will gnash on their teeth because of God's blessing upon your life. You can write this down. God's holiness on people will be seen. Nations will be jealous because of the blessing of God upon your life. And that blessing comes because of separation and holiness. Can I read on for you? I want to let me read that again. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasure of sin. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater than riches than the treasures in Egypt for he looked to the reward. Now, let me explain that to you quickly. Moses said, I would rather be reproached for Christ's sake. This means I would rather be rejected for Christ's sake. I would give up the riches of Egypt because I know through holy living and faith there's a reward. And he says that reward is greater than all the riches of Egypt. Egypt speaks about the world. So he says, I would rather be rejected, called a fool, be made a mockery of, all right, for Christ, than being a fool for this world. I would rather walk in faith in God because I know that there's a reward and there's nothing in this world that can come close to the blessing of God. Can I help you out? There's a scripture to back this up. He says, all who suffer persecution for his name's sake shall in this life receive a hundredfold and the life to come. What does the Bible say? Before you die, you will receive your hundredfold of all the times you were reproached, were made a mockery of, were spoken against. Any people that has hurt you, thank God for them. I say thank God for them because there's a hundredfold. There's a hundredfold for those who walks upright with God. The Bible says that with the holy and those who's righteous in God, their house will suffer no lack. If you're righteous, your house will suffer no lack. This is why Moses says, I put sin aside me. I hate Egypt. I love Jesus. Call me a fool for him. And I'll rather walk in his statutes and in his faith. Because when you walk with God, you can speak like God. You can't speak like heaven and live like hell. Why do you think Shadrach, Meshach, and Abnego, when they were thrown into the furnace of fire, the Bible says, as they came out, the smell of smoke had no power over them. They went through hell, but they smelled like heaven. Let me say that again. They went through hell, but they smelled like heaven. Would you turn to your neighbor and say to your neighbor, I've been through hell. But I smell like heaven. Now you can't. Listen to me. 
You can't look like hell or live like hell and look like heaven. Can't. I want you to hear me and I'll, I'll finish and pray for people. Every time you say no to the world, God says yes to something in heaven. I'm going to say that again. Every time you say no to something in this world, God says yes to something in heaven. I want to say this to you. God sees you the behind the scenes too, you know. Now I got to the Philippines. When I got to the Philippines, I was there alone two weeks. My wife wasn't with me. I got into the Philippines. And the first thing the preacher said to me, I've got a surprise for you. I said, what surprise? He says, a lovely massage. I'm going to take you to a massage parlor. And you're going to be enjoyable. I said to him, listen, no woman touches me. My wife wasn't there. But the Holy Spirit was. He said, okay, I'll give you a man. I said, I'll kill him. He said, so what are you going to do for your time? I said, leave me in my hotel room. I've got plenty to do. You see, I could have, my wife wasn't there. I could have said, massage me, brother. But I know one thing. Every time you say no <laughs> to the things of this world, God says, that's my boy. A reward. But they still, Jesus sat with the sinners. He didn't sin with them. Know the difference. I'm not of this world. I said, I am not of this world. I'm going to say it one more time. I am not of this world. There was many times that I had to say no to stuff. Listen, when I started out in full-time ministry, let me just say this. I have more time. We suffered. Financially, suffered. My goodness, in the church, wherever we preached, there was glorious victory. But we've suffered. I mean, suffered so much that we stood on a street corner with a board in our hands asking for help. That's how much we suffered. Most people didn't know that. They saw the power. They didn't saw the suffering. And while I was suffering, my ex-job that I worked for called me back. And the owner said to me, listen, if you come back, I'll give you twice your salary and twice everything that you have. Now, that was a lot. And in the time that he called me, I needed that. That sounded like God, you know, because I prayed, God, give me a breakthrough. And this guy called me, he says, Are you, uh, do you want this job? And I thought to myself, my flesh says, you can preach on Sundays and you can work during the week. At least your family can eat. And he says, call me on Wednesday. Wednesday morning, I pick up the phone. I want to say to him, yes, I'm coming. When I picked up the phone, I heard God say to me, if you touch, you lose the anointing. If you touch this job, you lose the anointing. I cried to God. I said, Lord, but my family's not eating. He says, I'm your provider. I called this guy. I said, I can't take the job. He said, are you crazy? I said, yes, I am. I'm nuts. But I know that Jesus is going to take care of everything that he has promised. This is why you don't have a preacher standing in front of you telling you everything is going to be okay. And I've never been through hell. You want to talk to about hell? Come speak to me. I can, I can talk to you about going through hell over and over and over. But let me tell you one thing for sure. If you hold on to the promises of God, He'll see you through. And I want to just say this quickly. When that breakthrough comes, never, I beg you, never come to a place where you say, I've made it. You better remember the Lord your God. You know, when, when I couldn't buy my family a bread, today I can buy them a bread, but today I know that that bread comes from heaven. 
because I remember the days where I was too useless to provide for my family. What made me different now? The only difference now is I understand who is Jehovah Jireh. When God blesses you and your faith sees you through, never come to a place where you think, I've arrived. Thank God for His mercy. Thank God for His great grace. Am I speaking to somebody? And hold on to your faith. Never ever let people speak you out of your miracle. Never ever allow people to speak you out of your dream. Give me two more minutes. I had many obstacles. My wife and I had many obstacles. We wanted to go on television the one day. And I, I went to see them to go on television. I'm talking about international TV. I want to be everywhere around the world. And <laughs> the funny thing is, God spoke to me about flying to the TV station. Just buying a ticket and fly there. So I'm flying there. I sat in this guy's office and we spoke a little bit. My plans wasn't to speak to him on the TV. My wife's plan was to speak to him about the TV. I don't even have a camera. I don't have the money to fund it. And just before I wanted to go, there was a pooling. I heard a voice. I speak to him about the TV. I said to him, I want to go on to television, on your TV network. And he says, hang on, let me just call my producer quickly. And he calls the manager. And he, the guy, he looks at me and looks at the laptop. He says, my goodness, I'm looking at this guy preach now on YouTube. Check here. And here I am. He's looking at me preaching on YouTube. And I'm sitting in this guy's office asking him to come onto his television network. And he's producing, he's got a shock of his life. He says, I'm looking at this guy preaching. He says, look at this. And he puts this in front of him. And this guy jumped up. He says, my goodness, it makes me excited. Feel the anointing. Okay, you can come up. It's going to cost you. And he gave me an amount. Crazy. I think it came up to 150,000 rand. He says, do you have the money? I said, yes. You have the cameras? Absolutely. You have the, the mixing system? Yes. Of course. Somebody that will do it for you? Yes. And he says, all right, I'm going to put you on the television, but I'm not going to charge you anything. That was my first step in. Now I needed a camera. I just released my faith. Everybody told us it will never be done. We sat with another television station that I knew and spoke about the editing and the mixing of the stuff. And this guy said to, to Eileen, when do, you, when do you want to go up? He, she said, three weeks from now. He laughed. He says, you will never be able to go on to television in three weeks time when we left that office she said thank God that that guy told me you will never be able to because now I'm gonna show you in three weeks time you'll be up God supplied a camera supernaturally camera came everything that we needed she never edited anything suddenly bang in three weeks edited mixed knew the whole system on international television and I realized when people try to talk you out of it and you have the peace of God now let me just finish with this this is how you know it's faith especially the gift of faith is always accompanied with the peace of Jesus Christ so tonight I'm praying for peace quickly jump to your feet if you don't mind just lift your hands all across this place Every eye closed, every hand lifted. I feel this in my heart to say this to you again. He will see you through. Jesus will see you through. There's, there's a person standing here, and you say in your heart, Lord, have you forgotten about me? I've been praying and praying and praying, and it seems like 
I have nothing more to say. I'm just going to continue to pray. Nothing happens. It's when you pursue God with all of your heart. Most of the times when you pursue the Lord just before you want to give up, that's when your breakthrough comes. And I want to just speak to you right now. You are still here. You still have breath in your lungs. You still have hope. God's not done with you. You made it thus far. Sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Come on, just tell yourself. Only with my eyes will I see it. It will not come near me. They might form weapons against you, but He promises it will never prevail against you. Even if the mountain is surrounded, in the spirit you are surrounded by Him. Faith is now. Faith is now. Faith is now. My miracle is not coming next week. I refuse it. Come on, I'm speaking to people. That's crazy. My miracle is not coming next week. My miracle comes now. My breakthrough comes now. Come on, right now. He's the God of the now. Faith is now. Now faith is the substance of the things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. Would you declare that with me right now? Faith is now. Come on, faith is now. 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 Hear me right now. Come on, declare this to yourself. I'm not walking in my own faith. I'm walking in the faith of God. Come on, there's a change in me. There's a change in my mindset. I am what God says I am. I'm not moved by what I see. The anchor holds. Everything that's working against me, the anchor holds. Faith is not built on the shore, it's built in the ocean. It's when the wind works against you. It's when the waves comes against you. Everybody's close, hear me. The bigger the attack, the bigger the breakthrough. Always know this. Measure your breakthrough according to your attack. Now Jesus touched your people. Come on, lift those hands. He's, he's, he's here. Lord, stretch out your mighty hand and touch your people. Where there's no more hope, I pray, bring hope. Restore hope tonight in the name of Jesus. Restore joy, restore peace. Now, in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, I want you to lift your voice and start to pray. Speak to the master. Listen, he's a friend. He's personal. Lift those hands and speak to him. Come on, call upon the name of the Lord. Paul says it's no longer I live, but the life I now live, I live unto the glory of God. I live in the faith of God. The life I now live, I live in the faith of God. The righteous walks by faith and not by sight. If you have a faith issue, say to the Lord, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Remove unbelief. Faith is a knowing. 
faith knows it's already done. Faith knows that every promise is yes and amen. Faith knows that the promise has already, has already been given. It's already done. Faith is a surety. Faith is a surety that it's already done. Faith knows it should not just come to pass. Faith knows it's already done. Faith knows it already happened. Jesus. 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 I want to pray and ask God that the gift of faith will come upon people. Come, if you need that gift of faith, quickly run to the front. When you come to the front, lift your hands, forget about me. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. I'm asking you tonight, Lord, to stir up, as Paul says, your most holy faith. Stir up our most holy faith. Come, if you come to the front, lift your hands quickly. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for your word. For your word. Your word will never come back void. I ask you, Holy Spirit, that faith will arise in the hearts of people. As every eye is closed, I want you just to say this to you quickly. Faith calls the things that is not, though they are. In the natural, you don't see the work. But in the faith, you already have that job. You already have that contract. You declare it by faith. And you, you don't doubt about it no more. You speak it, you declare it. And you remind God of His promises. Every promise is yes and amen. I will never leave you. I will not leave you as orphans. I'll take care of you. Don't you know that your heavenly father knows what you need before you ask him? If he clothes the lily of the valley, would he not clothe you? You remind him of his promise. It is written in your word that you will never forsake me. You will never leave me. You'll always be with me. Now, Holy Spirit, touch them right now. Let faith come upon your people. In Jesus' name. Faith understand difficult truths. Ask the Lord, whatever you want me to do. Doesn't matter how difficult it is. I'll do it. Speak to me tonight, Jesus. Holy Spirit, touch them right now. Come on, you ask Him. Touch me afresh tonight. Let faith come upon me, Jesus. Let faith come upon me, Jesus. Woman, don't give up. This is not where your story ends. I see breakthrough. Breakthrough in my favor. Now, quickly, thank God for your favor. Thank God it's already done. Thank God it's already done. I want you to pray. Come on, lift those voices and pray. Lord, let faith arise in our hearts tonight. Nothing is impossible for the person of faith. Nothing. You believe it, He can do it for you. 
What is it that you want God to do for you? You have to have that now mentality. Faith is now. God wants to, to be good for me now. I know he, he holds my future. I know His plans for my future is great. But I know He's the God of the now. Let the anchor hold. Let the anchor hold. Let the anchor hold. Let the anchor hold. Lord, I want to ask you, Jesus' name, change the situation tonight. Bring breakthrough tonight. Let it be a supernatural miracle. Turn it around tonight. In Jesus' name. Come, let's pray for faith. Thank you for the, for the gifts of faith tonight. Let faith touch them, Lord. Let it be a mantle that will cover them tonight of faith. They will know that nothing is impossible for God Almighty. Let faith arise in these hearts. It's time to take God at His word. Let faith arise in these hearts, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that nothing shall be impossible from this night. Nothing. Open up supernatural doors which no man can shut. Calm every storm tonight in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You'll calm your storm. Do it tonight, Lord. Do it tonight, Lord. Oh, Lord, touch this generation with faith. In the name of Jesus, open up doors which no man can shut. Do it tonight, Lord. Thank you for a supernatural turnaround. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No needs. No lack. No lack whatsoever. Thank you, Lord, that faith shall arise in the hearts of people. Tonight, in Jesus' name. Fresh faith, Lord. When I touched your head, I heard him say, Enlarge the place of your territory. Enlarge the place. Call the things that is not. Though they are. Thank you, blessed Jesus. Calm every storm tonight in Jesus' name. Thank you, Master. We declare your word. We promise in your word you'll see them through. Faith in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that faith shall be in part right now in the name of Jesus. Did I miss anybody? Lord, radical faith, radical faith, I pray, in Jesus' name. Radical faith, Lord, for your people. Nothing is impossible to the one who believes. All things are possible. These people has been touched by the power of God that you will have a testimony tomorrow. I believe that of all of my heart. Thank you, Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith. I declare radical breakthroughs, radical favors, radical open doors in Jesus' name for God's people tonight. Maybe just two people want to take this, but I want to declare this over your life. By faith, radical favor, Radical open doors, radical blessings, radical breakthroughs in Jesus' name. If you believe that, put your hands together to give Jesus a great shout of praise. Hallelujah! Hallelujah!
Come on, shout the anchor holds. One more time, the anchor holds. Now listen, every night is different. Yesterday was different than today. Some nights is just power. Some nights is just that intimacy. Tonight was just that tenderness of the Spirit of God. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m., 